Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LG Show. Tonight, we're going to be discussing about Ron DeSantis did not get his way with trying to pass this law in the state of Florida about uh, basically trying to shut down uh, Twitter and YouTube and Facebook, all because Donald Trump got banned from uh, Twitter. So now they're trying, or he was trying to get it shut down by trying to pass this law. And like I said before, you can't pass a law when it is not a federal federal uh, related business. They are a private business. They can basically do whatever they want if you do if you do not follow by their guidelines. So if you don't follow by their guidelines, you're gone. It's that simple. They don't have to give you an account. They are a private business. They are just like Walmart, a private business. If Walmart don't want you in their store, you can't be in their store. And it's basically what uh, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook can do. They pretty much can do anything that they want because they're a private business. They don't have to give you an account if they don't want to give you one. Man, hell, they could even charge you if they wanted to. But uh, DeSantis was trying to pass this law about trying to get them, I guess, booted off and and shut down because of what... uh, uh, they did to uh, Donald Trump and all this nonsense. It's just a bunch of bull crap. And we all we all know, everybody knows that Ron DeSantis is uh, pretty much uh, is, is in uh, Trump's a little uh, family there. You know, and all this. It's just a bunch of uh, wishy-washy. But anyways, this happened yesterday. I guess this, this judge blocked it yesterday. It says... Uh, Judge blocks Trump-inspired Florida law cracking down on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. DeSantis vows to appeal. But you know what? It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Like I said, they are a private business. You cannot do tell a private business what to do. They're not, you know, they're not uh, regulated by the federal by the federal government. They're not run by the federal government. Goes on to say the technology industry uh, challenged the law, which was set to take effect Thursday, saying it would infringe on the First Amendment rights of online businesses. And see, this is the point when I'm saying, you know, there is free speech, but, but this is the thing. If Twitter, just for instance, say Twitter that banned uh, Trump, Trump was enticing war, basically. He was enticing this thing. This is what happened on January 6th. So when you entice hate, they're not going to stand for this. Twitter didn't stand for this because that is hate, and they don't want to put that on their uh, media platform. Well, that's what Trump was doing, was inspiring hate. Goes on to say, uh, Florida lawmakers approved the law after Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube suspended Trump's accounts following the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. And see, Twitter and all them had a right to do what they wanted to do. They needed to do this because they needed to get him off of what he was saying. You know, and then I guess Trump decided to make his own little uh, webcast or whatever the case may be, and it failed because nobody tuned in and watched it, you know, and watching it. So it failed. You know, pretty much all the business that he does fails. 
It goes on to say a federal judge on Wednesday night blocked a Florida law that would penalize social media companies for barring the speech of politicians, striking a blow to conservatives, still fuming over the suspension of former President Donald Trump and allegations that Facebook, Twitter, and Google's YouTube censored right-wing views. Now, see, this is the point. You're, you're not going to beat these big media outlets. These big media giants are not going to be able to get beat. You can't. You're not going to be able to stop them. You can't get them taken off or whatever the case may be. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, you're a governor, but you don't have that much power to take them out. Especially uh, Facebook and all these are mostly in California anyways. They're not even part of Florida. They're worldwide. So how can you try to make a law for the state of Florida, which has nothing to do with federal, which has nothing to do with worldwide? These guys are, these media giants are worldwide. They're not just one little state. They're worldwide. It goes on to say, in his ruling, U.S. District Judge Robert Hinkle of the Northern District of Florida said the law which would have forced social media companies to allow speech, even if it violated the rules, would likely be found unconstitutional. Now, see, this is what I mean. It's violent, you know, they shouldn't be allowed to say anything they want to say. Yeah, you know, there's First Amendment speech and all this, yeah, but... When it involves like these media outlets, they have right to they have a right to do what they want to do. You can't change what they what their policies are. And uh, you know, it's just a bunch of nonsense that they're trying to do because of Trump is not happy. He gets booted off of these big media giants, so he ain't happy. And he's trying to get his little army to sit there and try to do these things to try to destroy it. Oh, everything was fine when he was on there. When he was on there spreading his hate and all this other nonsense, it was all fine. He had no problem with it. But now since he's been booted off and suspended from it, now he's got a big problem. Goes on to say the technology industry challenged the law which was set to take effect Thursday, saying it would infringe on the First Amendment rights of online businesses. Goes on to say the plaintiffs are likely to prevail on the merits of their claim that these statues violate the First Amendment. Hinkle wrote, there is nothing that could uh, be severed and survive. So basically they're saying is that uh, even if they try to take this to more to any you know Supreme Court and stuff, it's not going to pass. It's going to fail. Florida lawmakers approved the law after Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube suspended tr Trump's accounts following the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Well, you know what? They had a right to do that. They had a right to boot him off. That's with anybody. And I'm sure there's people that's got suspended accounts for spreading hate or whatever the case may be. They said something that people don't like. You know, and then there's a big complaint. And then you have that 12-hour timeout. You know, thing. Well, you know what? Trump had the 12 hour timeout and he still kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So what else was Twitter supposed to do? They did what they needed to do. And that was to take him out off of the Twitter account permanently. It goes, it was signed in May by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. See, now here it is a Trump ally and possible 2024 presidential candidate 
who championed the law as a needed crackdown on the unbridled power of social media companies. Well, it's like this. If you don't like it, don't subscribe. Don't get an account with them. That's basically it. If you don't like what these media giants are doing, don't get an account. Or if you do have an account, close it out. Completely delete it. Don't get on the media giants. That's not their, you know, that's not the problem. People are the problem. It's not the media giants are the problem. It's people are the problem with this. And when something don't go their way, they've got to complain and they got to do this and do this, this and this and this and this and do everything they can to try to take them out. To try to take these big media giants out, they got to complain about everything when something don't go their way. You know, this ain't Burger King. You can't have it your way all the time. Goes on to say a spokeswoman said DeSantis planned to appeal. Well, his appeal is going to go flying out the window because it ain't going to happen. We are disappointed by Judge Hinkle's ruling and disagree with his determination that the U.S. Constitution protects big tech's big tech censorship, censorship of certain individuals and content over others. And that's a bunch of bull. That is a bunch of bull crap lie. They're going to, you know what? All these big media tech companies, if you don't obey by the rules and follow by what the rules say, you're gone. It's that simple. See, they're trying to, they're trying to make, uh, they're trying to make Trump and all this look like the good guy and all this other nonsense. And he ain't the good guy. You know, he's the only one who really has a problem with this. Nobody else does. So he gets his goonies to help him battle this, to fight this. And goes on to say, Press Secretary Christina, I think it's Pushaw, said in a statement, Governor DeSantis continues to fight for freedom of speech and against big tech's uh, censorship. Well, you know what? It's like this. If you don't, like I said before, if you don't like it, delete your account. Don't go on it. Don't go on it. It's that simple. Delete it. Under the law, the state would be able to fine large social media companies $250,000 a day if they removed an account of a statewide political candidate and $25,000 a day if they removed the account of someone seeking local office. It also would require social media companies to notify users within seven days that they could be censored, giving them time to correct posts. Now, see, that's wrong, too. I I I love how they do this. $250,000 a day. See, they're dictating what companies can do. They're dictating what companies can do. They're trying to take over. Well, like I said before, this is not a federal matter. The federal government does not own these companies. They do not own these companies. They are a private business, a private company, just like Walmart. So what would you do then? Uh, would you uh, charge Walmart $250,000 a day because uh, they don't allow you to go in their store for certain reasons? Would you would you sue them because, uh, you know, because they, they kicked you out of a store for something? Or if you made loud noise, they kick you out because uh, you made loud noise? Would that, be, would that be right that somebody can go in there and uh, destroy a lot of damage, you know, uh, do a lot of damage to merchandise and... Uh, you know, and and get thrown out of the store for that way. And you could charge them $250,000 a day because they threw somebody out because they were doing damage to their product. Oh, I guess that'd be fine, wouldn't it? No, you can't. 
You'd be going to jail if you did anything like that. You would definitely be going to jail. But like I said, these are private businesses. You cannot tell private businesses what to do. It goes on to say two technology trade groups, NetChoice and the Computer and Communications Industry Association, claimed Florida was attempting to censor free speech and expression by compelling social media companies to host speech and speakers they disagree with. See, they keep bringing up more lies, more freaking lies. Goes on to say their lawsuit alleged Florida's new law was a uh, attack on the content moderation choices social media companies make daily to protect the public and advertisers from pornography, terrorist incitement, false propaganda spread by foreign actors, calls for genocide or race-based violence, COVID-19 vaccinations, disformations, fraudulent schemes, and other harmful, offensive, or illegal material. Now see what it just said there. Uh, It says terrorist incitement. Well, basically, uh, you know, what happened on January 6th, that was incitement. I don't know if you can really can call it terrorist incitement, but you can still call it incitement of starting something. False propaganda, you know, just like Trump was was saying about uh, the election was fraud and all this other crap. <laughs> there you go. That's false propaganda. It's just a bunch of nonsense that they're trying to start this, non, you know, this nonsense. America's uh, America's system is designed to protect our constitutional rights, and today's ruling is no different. Ensuring the, that Florida's politically motivated law does not force Floridians to en- endure racial, aggressive, pornographic material, beheadings, or other gruesome content just to use the internet. Carl Zasbo. Vice President and General Counsel of NetChoice said in a statement. Eric Goldman, a law professor at Santa Clara University, told USA Today that the Florida law was bound to draw legal challenges as some of the new law's provisions are absolutely unconstitutional. The Supreme Court has made it clear that publishers have the freedom to pick and choose what content They want to publish, and the bill seeks to strip publishers of that freedom, he said. Florida residents should expect better from their legislators, and now they see their tax dollars spent defending uh, a bill that never should have passed. This is talking about media, other media stuff. But um, my point is this. That uh, Ron DeSantis tried to pass this thing. It got denied. He's going to try to do it again. Just to please Trump. That's basically it. Trying to please Trump. Trump has them in his uh, in his hands. You know that song? I got the, what is it? I got the world uh, in my hands. Yeah, well that's what Trump has. He has the world in his hands. Well at least the people here in the United States in his hands. And uh, well tomorrow I guess. Some of the people that uh, work for uh, Trump organizations going to be indicted on uh, charges. That I guess they found a bunch of things, and and I'm you know what the thing about it is. I'm sure it's not over. This is just the beginning of this. I don't know what they're going to do about 
um, you know, what can they do about the, um, the people they indict? You just gotta, gotta kind of wonder how much, uh, how much jail time they're actually going to get, you know, how much, if, if they do go to jail, you wonder how many years of prison they'll get, or do you think they'll just get a big old find a little slap on the wrist? It goes on to say Trump Organization CFO Weiselberg indicted on tax-related offenses. I guess it just depends on um, what um, uh, what he's going to be indicted for. I mean, on the tax evasion, you know, could it be a tax evasion? Now, if it's tax evasion, he could be going to uh, federal print, federal pen for quite some time. Al Capone went to prison for a, a quite a long time for a tax evasion. And a lot of people were saying Donald Trump should be going to jail because of or prison because of tax evasion. And it goes, the charges were not immediately clear, but Weiselberg was expected to face tax related charges. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out because uh, I really want to know what uh, you know, and it's all sealed until today, which is gonna Thursday. So no one's not going to really know what it is until sometime later today. Manhattan DA Cyrus Vance has been digging into the operations of the Trump family business. Now, I guess they've been doing this for like two years. Vance's investigation seemed to have sped up last month with the disclosure of a special grand jury. Now that's really going to uh, really sink them. If this grand jury uh, finds them guilty, uh, Trump could really lose his business off of this. He could really go down the hill with this. We're, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what's going to happen today. And I'm sure this is going, this is just the start of it. I'm sure this is going to take weeks and months to finally be done. And uh, so far the attorneys, and I guess as Weiselberg, he's going to, uh, I guess he's supposed to be into that, uh, DA's office tomorrow. Well, today it's because today's Thursday. He's supposed to turn himself in uh, so they don't put a warrant out for his arrest, I guess. So he's supposed to turn himself into the DA office today. So maybe, you know, maybe it's got to be really serious if they're, uh, you know, if they're uh, wanting him to be at the DA office. So something's going to come down on hard on somebody. And I'm sure. It's just not going to be him. It's going to be a lot of a lot more people than just than Weiselberg that's going to be paying for these crimes, and it's all going to stem from Donald Trump. That's where it's going to stem from. He's the main ringleader. Of this whole business is Donald Trump. So I'm I'm curious if they um to save themselves depends on what the charges is to save themselves. I wonder if they're going to turn their back on Trump. I wonder if all of them will turn their back on Trump to save themselves from going to federal prison if these charges are bad. Um, it goes on the charges are part of a long-running inquiry headed by the Manhattan District Attorney and New York's Attorney General into the operation of the Trump family real estate business. The, district's, uh, the district attorney's office also declined comment. I guess they're not going to really say anything until today. But uh, they said there was a lot of things that they were falsifying records of, uh, you know, to get bank loans. They were falsifying the um, 
you know, the properties, they were saying that the properties were worth more than what they actually were. So Trump could get, uh, you know, loan money and all this. So I guess this has been going on for several years, you know, and I guess they've been working on this. I, I think I read where it says that they've been working on this for like two and a half years. Now, they couldn't do anything when he was president. Of course, now he's just a regular citizen. So now they can do everything that they can to either indict him and indict the whole organization. But like I said before, now, if these guys start squealing because they don't want to go to federal to federal prison, which they probably will end up being there. Um, you know, they put Al Capone in, federal, in the federal pen. So uh, if they turn their back on Trump, they might squeal on, on Trump, and then all of a sudden it becomes a whole other ballgame. And I, and, I, and I think to this day it stems from whoever owned the company. You know, whoever owns the company who runs it, that's where it should start from. That's where it should start from. Because he has a last say so of the power of what goes on in the organization. Nobody else can override him. Goes on to say the charges come just days after Trump organization attorneys met with local prosecutors in a failed attempt to pursue or to persuade them not to proceed with their case. Trump organization lawyer Ron Fischetti said, well, you know what? It didn't work. So now they, I mean, they must have some serious charges on these guys. You know, just, you know, because usually they just give you a slap on the wrist and pay a fine, you're done. Pichetti told USA Today last week that prosecutors had not succeeded in securing the corporation or cooperation of Weiselberg and that he expected charge to be filled or to be filed against the company and possibly Weiselberg as soon as this week. Well, we're going to know pretty much uh, these charges today, sometime today. And, uh, well, anyways, we're just going to have to wait and see what's going to happen. And I, I don't know how to, you know, I don't, I don't know anything about this stuff. How many years they'll serve in prison if they get fined or, you know, if they find out that they're guilty, you know, if the, if the jury says that they're guilty, I don't know how many years they would spend in prison. I know, I know for some things, tax fraud, you can spend like 20 years in prison. It depends on how bad the crime is, how many years they did this for. And uh, they also, um, it also goes on to say prosecutors also have been weighing hush money payments made to women on Trump's behalf and how that money was uh, documented. Now, I think, what was it, Michael Cohen said something about that, about um, it was before the election in 2016 that Trump was paying, uh, they were paying uh, these women hush money not to say anything while he was having an affair with these women. I don't know how true that was, but, but his past, but a lot of women have come out and said that Trump is a, a womanizer and uses a women and all this other stuff. And, you know, he pretty much pays to buy his way out of everything. Pretty much. It goes Vance's investigation appeared to have accelerated last month with the disclosure that special grand jury had been convened to consider possible evidence of, of crimes by the president, his business associates, or the company itself. And this is what I'm saying. You know, they're, they're checking all the tax records of Trump. They're, you know, they're checking all this stuff. New York prosecutor won a major public victory in February when Trump's accounting firm was forced to turn 
over eight years of tax records as part of a legal battle that ended at the Supreme Court. So, you know, just imagine if they could have got records back, like, say, 20 and 30 years back when he had, you know, these hotels and these casinos in uh, New Jersey. Now, just imagine, you know, if they could have got all those records back from that far back. From that far back, just imagine, you know, what they could find. But I'm sure there's probably those tax records are, tax records are probably long gone by now. But anyways, uh, we'll wait and see what happens today. I guess we're going to, when they open these uh, sealed envelopes, I guess, we'll know what actually, what's going to happen. And I, and I think, honestly, I think these guys are going to squeal. I really do. I think they're going to, they're going to say something and they're going to turn their back on Trump. I honestly think they, I mean, I may, I might be wrong, but I think they don't, they don't want to go to prison. They do not want to go to prison. I guarantee you they don't want to go to prison. So I think if it comes down to them going to prison or squealing, I think they'll squeal. But um, anyways, I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast this evening. Everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night. Thank you.